Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be concluding Parshas Vayaka with the seventh and last Aliyah. And the topic of Aliyah is the copper, Omi Mizbeach, the, the wash basin, and finally the Chatzar, the courtyard. Our Aliyah runs from Perikalamil Ches, Pasuk Aleph, to Pasuk Chof, 20 Psukim in total. We hear about, again, these are all repetitions, essentially, from what we've heard before. And we hear about the, the great large altar, out, which was made for outside of the actual structure of the, of the Mishkan itself. We hear about how it was made of wood, and it was covered with this bronze. So we hear about um, its different heights. There's, a, uh, uh, there's, there's the five Amos um, uh, um, at the bottom. There's the three Amos at the top. How it's square. We hear about the the Reshes, Nechoshes, and the Michbar. There's a surrounding ledge and the, um, the, the netting. And we hear about how it is created as well and its rings and staves. Then we hear about the Kiyar, which is the wash basin. We hear an interesting additional detail over here, which is that it is made of the Marois Hatsova Ois which sounds like the mirrors of the gatherers, which is an interesting phrase. We did not hear that beforehand. Who gathered at the entrance of the tent of meeting. We'll have to consider that in just a moment. And then we hear about the, the courtyard. And the courtyard, of course, is made up of these beams, which are which hang from them, these white curtains all the way ro- along, creating this, this, um, this rectangular structure, which would house the Mishkan. So it is 100 uh, in length and 50 in width, and the Mishkan would be directly in the center of it. And um, then we hear about also the Masach Pesach HaChatzer, which is this, with this, uh, um, the gateway would be covered with this more special colored um, curtain as well. A few basic points to ponder in that this notion of the Mar Ois Hatzava Ois Asher Tzavu Pesach Oil Moed, the mirrors which gathered in the entranceway to the tent of meeting, and that's what is made of. What does that mean exactly? So even Ezra and the Sora say that what happened was is that when this whole donation program was happening and the Mishkan was commanded, the women came forward and they donated their mirrors. Why did they donate their mirrors? Um, and we have to remember the mirrors in those days were not made of the mirrors that we have, which is like glass and a thin line of, you know, of re- reflective uh, metal on the back. In those days, the, it was made of polished, brandished um, bronze. Because you take bronze as a very reflective me- um, metal, you'd polish it very clearly and flatten it out straight, and you'd have a mirror. That's how what mirrors were. So they came forward with their mirrors. Why did they come forward with their mirrors? So they explained that this was a movement away from materialism. What these women said is that we know that these mirrors are used to beautify us and to focus on our externality and our, our this-worldly beauty. They said, we've just heard about the Mishkan. We've heard about the sublime experience of communion with the divine. We, we, want to, we want to move forward. We don't want to be tethered to our bodily awareness. We want to be more connected to our spiritual awareness. And they therefore donated in an act of self, so, so, so to speak, self-sacrifice. They donated their mirrors. A very profound description over here. However, Rashi says that perhaps there is another reason here as well. Famously, Rashi quotes um, the Medrash in which it says that, that when they, they first brought their, their mirrors to the base of Mingdash, um, Moshe Rabbeinu was a little reticent. He said, I don't know, this is not exactly, this is sort of a, you know, this is, this is a very private this is the um, um, item. This is an item used really for people who are more aware of themselves, people who are focusing on their character and, and, and their body. And, and therefore, this is not really appropriate for taking into the Mishkan as well. 
HaKadosh Baruch Hu responds to Moshe and, Ro, and he says, Kabel, receive them, ki elu chavivim olai min hakol. These are more dear to me than all the other materials which are collected. Why? Says Hashem. Because it was through them that the nation of Israel increased the legions of, the, of, of their progeny. Why? What happened was is that the first level of the final solution in Egypt was hard work. And the reason for that, as is very explicit in the very first psukim of Sefer Shmos, is in order to diminish the will to have more children, to diminish the population numbers, to stem the tide of the growth. And it was successful in the sense that the men were working so hard in the fields, they simply did not have any strength to, to, to move forward. And because of what's called avodas perach, the, the breakbreaking labor. So what would the what, what would the women do? They would go out and take their, their husbands to the, to the field. They would feed them, and they would uh, and then they would bring out their mirrors. and And the woman would look at it and say, she would say, and she'd say, you know, I I'm I'm much prettier than you are, and uh, and they would encourage their husbands to still engage in having children, um, arouse their desires to bring them to the point of having children, which is fascinating because. In the, in the mind of the men, they were so broken. They were so broken by the labor. There was nothing to think about. They couldn't think beyond just simple survival. It was the woman who had the chokhmah, who had the hope, who had the ability to be able to think beyond, to know. And in fact, this is, there is a future, and there will be a future. And therefore, the mara'ois, hatsova ois, could also mean, as understood by this medrash, is the mirrors of those who created the tsava ois, the tsiva ois, the, the legions, through the ideas through those ideas as well um, when they made the 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 the, the, the um, there's an additional idea over here which Rashi and the Ramban quote, quote and that is is that the kiar itself was what provided the water necessary in the case of Saita. Saita is of course a case of infidelity in a marriage and there would be this this process in which the woman and essentially any, any cons, uh, uh, potential adulterer were tested through these waters and in Rashi, the way Rashi says it over here is, Venasa Kyormehem, these mirrors of these very, very fine women, women of integrity, was used to make the Kyor shoot, Lossum Shalom Ben Ishle Ishtai. This was the, the made of the Kyor, the wash basin from which the waters were taken to create peace between um, a husband and wife in cases of concern. And that is what's happening over here, perhaps, whether it be a deterrent or whether it be a, a, a reimagining of what Shalom is supposed to be. That was why they were used over here. Finally, it's interesting halachic observation that the Margain Avraham makes when he says, the, he quotes this, uh, he, he quotes the idea that when a person has, let's say, a tablecloth, they can use the tablecloth to make a cover for a Sefer Torah. Um, why, he says, usually you can't use a Maya, something which is a Maya, Hediot, a, a simple act as a simply used item to make it into you know it seems so mundane and pedestrian to make it in something so lofty and high which is a cover of a sefer Torah he says but because you ch- change their tzura their 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 actual ex- their, their 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 form you don't think this is a tablecloth anymore then it's allowed as well there's a shinui tzura a change of the form he says why because you see that the mirrors were um, were made of the mar of ois of these um, mirrors, and therefore, even though it may be a very pedestrian, mundane activity, the, the fact that they were, they were beaten into this this new shape is what is is what made it fine, and therefore that's why we can use other things like 
in the tablecloth for Sefer Torah covers. I want to just con- conclude the, the parsha as well with one fascinating observation, that is the Rabbeinu Bachaya. Rabbeinu Bachaya's last paragraph in this. You should realize there's so few Mepharshim on this parsha actually, because it's so much of a repetition. It's fascinating to focus on the Mepharshim who spend a lot of time, including the, the champions of Rehaimek Davar, the Nitziv, who really spends tremendous detail about it, how, the, why everything is repeated in the very, very specific Diokim. In this, the Rabbeinu Bechai has a beautiful paragraph at the end where he says that even though we don't have the Mishkan now, but the Torah went to such levels, meaning even when the, the best Minash happened then, there's no, there's, the Mishkan wasn't quite the same, and the Mingdash certainly did not look like the Mishkan in any form. But um, he, in the end of the day, he says that the reason is because he quotes Chazal who say, that in, when it relates to Korbanos, Ki kol ha-mis-asek belimud parashiyos v'yisa v'yitain beliboy, that if a person were to learn all the halachas of the karbonas, it would be as if they are bringing a carbon, even though they do not have access to it as well. And he goes on to say, It's as if you actually brought that, that, that sacrifice. Therefore, Extrapolating, he says, that when by talking about the Mikdash and the Mishkan, even though we don't have it today, it is a tremendous, a tremendous opportunity for us. And therefore, it's important for us to spend a lot of time trying to understand both the external ideas and the internal ideas as well. And that's, that, and that's what David Melech says when he said, So surround um, Zion and, and uh, embrace it. So what he's saying is, is talk about it. Talk about surrounding it. Absorb it. Think about it. And Bezras Hashem, who you know again, Almos, Rakosh Baruch Hu, grant us internality for this chus of looking and appreciating the Mishkan. With this, we conclude um, the seventh Aliyah in Vayakal and Pasha Zayakal. Have a wonderful, meaningful day and a beautiful Shabbat.